the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. with AV Nation and Almo Pro AV's E4 event in New Jersey. Uh, what we're doing, we're going to do a roundtable discussion here, uh, talking with some folks about the importance of, of uh, programs like E4, the fact that it's been going on for 10 years, uh, and uh, what it does for the industry. First and foremost, uh, I would say you're my host uh, for, for, the, for the next couple of days. Uh, would you say that, Melody? Yes, absolutely. All right, Melody Craig-Mile from, from Almo, uh, thank you for, for having us. Yeah, thanks for being here. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, also with us is uh, Mike Marusic from Sharp. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Great to be here. All right, and uh, we have two mics. Uh, no waiting. Uh, Michael Lisi, that's an old radio joke, folks. Uh, Michael Lisi from Wolf Vision. Welcome, sir. Thank you. And last but not least, the CTS Holder of the Year, uh, and a fan, fine, uh, fantastic guy, uh, Rob Ziv, also from Almo Pro AV. Yes, you are. How are you, sir? Doing great. Congratulations on the award. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that is something. Uh, Melly, let's talk about this for a second, though. Um, you, you talk about the importance of not just the, the event itself, but the, the 10th anniversary. Uh, Almo itself, Almo Pro AV, is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. You and I talked at, at Infocom. The, the the trajectory of this organization, I would say, is a hockey was a hockey stick, right? When you guys started, you you had no customers, right? No clients walking on the show floor of Infocom ten years ago. July you start out, and by that fall, you had your first E4. Yes. Why? What is the importance of that and the tenth anniversary of this event? Well, I think what's important about the E4 is when we when we started Almo Pro AV, you know, we set out to be a different kind of distributor. And I know people throw around the terms of value add, but but one thing that we really wanted to do was to educate our reseller partners and invest in their success. And it started uh, with a conversation at Infocom with the former uh, Infocom director Randy Linke. Mm-hmm. Told him what we wanted to do that we wanted to bring free high quality education into the AV industry and he said we're totally on board and ever since then Avix has been our education partner and we are we've issued over 4,000 CTS renewal units over the last 10 years so we're very proud of that and and of the the program that we've brought to local communities like here in the New York metro area and um, interaction with our partners and it's uh, it's been an integral part of our success. Yeah, That is one of the lasting legacies of Randy Lipke, isn't it? The education of the, of the industry. I mean, he started you know, more than 20, 30 years ago now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, how did you and your first team get to this point? How did you get to 10 years? Well, uh, first of all, I have to say that the, the Chakins who own Alma were a third generation, uh, 73-year-old privately held company. You know, they saw the vision that we had with bringing over, you know, 23 people, again, no vendors, no customers, no revenue, and they, they saw the, the vision and they yeah. invested in that. So, um, you know, I have to hand it to the Chakins and also our, our, our executive vice president, Sam Taylor. He's the one that you know, recruited those people to come over and, and really build something that we think is really special today. Yeah. Mike Sharp was one of, uh, if not the first vendor partner uh, for, for Almo Pro AV. What has this, this partnership meant to you guys over the last 10 years? Yeah, I think that's a great way of calling it a partnership. Um, you know, when, when we first got together, I think it was the first time I met Melody. Uh, you know, they've always approached this, she said, a value-add company. 
And I think for Sharp, as we're introducing new products and things like that, having someone you can consult with of how to bring it to market, how to educate people. Um, I remember one of the first times we introduced our whiteboards, and we had a whole pitch, and they go, yeah, that's great. Here's what you really need to do. And um, you know, they, they worked with us to put together demo kits to bring it around the country to their people to exhibit it to others, right? So I think this training concept is kind of through and through with what Elmo tries to bring to their customers. And it's worked great for us. Um, it's been a wonderful relationship. We'll talk about what's a couple of things you guys are showing this week uh, at this event. And also, you, we have one more. Uh, Elmo has one more coming up in, in Atlanta as well. Yeah, the highlight for us is what we call our Microsoft Windows Collaboration Display. And basically what it is, is interactive display, but it leverages Microsoft 365 as well as sensors. So now you're getting into a device in a conference room that also is an AOT device that helps manage the room, um, tracks how many people are using it, who's not using it, can connect to um, HVAC systems, manage the air quality, air conditioning, all while being integrated with, say, Skype, which we're Skype certified. Yeah. So it allows us to kind of bring a whole new level and that's one of the things these shows allow us to do is bring it out to the market and not just explain it as, as an interactive display, but much more than that. And you need an environment like this to talk to people, to spend the time with the integrators so that they understand the value. But you also get feedback from those folks as well, don't you? I exactly. Um, you know, there are great critics in these environments where they can point out, here's some things maybe are not so important that maybe we're accentuating and they highlight other things. And also even just how to bring it to market. You know, what is the information they're going to be needing to get into, I mentioned IoT. Yeah. That's traditionally not something an AD reseller has done before, right? But it's a recurring revenue stream that now suddenly they can get involved in. So that's exactly the feedback of how to bring it to market is always invaluable in these things. All right, very good. Uh, Michael, you see, uh, from you guys' standpoint from Wolf Vision, this is, you, you guys are one of the more new partners. Um, brand new. Brand new. Yeah. Um, what, was the, what was the decision making process like to, to, to you know, hook up with Alma? Good question. Uh, so this is the first time Wolf Vision has actually been in distribution in the United States. And part of that, in the past, a lot of our products were either well-known, I mean, we invented those presentation cameras forever ago, but our, our later products are a new breed. They require um, a different way of thinking. In, in many ways, we're kind of innovating in the industry. Um, and so what we really need when you when you come out with new solutions, like our Synapse Pure, for example, is the product that Almo is the first US distributor for. Um, this is something that we need the confidence of the reseller community. And we know that Almo has their respect. And they just like, you know, not only do they counsel the manufacturer of here's uh, something you can do to really improve your go-to-market, but also just that first suggestion that says, look, this is a great product. We, we distribute great products. This is something you should pay attention to. Let's just schedule a meeting. Yeah. And especially right now when it's such a crowded marketplace, I mean, there's so many different solutions, just that, that voucher from you know Elmo that says this is something we'd stand behind, so you should check it out. And then you wrap that around the logistics and the support and the uh, other programs that they have that are related to the reseller. Um, and I think it, it forms a really great partnership where it's not just us saying this is a great product, but now you have the testimony of two, right? Two respective organizations saying this is something you need to take a look at. Yeah. What's some of the feedback you've been getting from events like this from you know their, their clients? Well, this is our first E4 event. Okay. But um, I think one thing that is really uh, exciting and attractive to see is just how thirsty the end user community and the reseller community is for direct access to new products that are coming out. I mean, we live in a new world now. I think this part of things moving toward the IT channel has had an effect on this where 
in the past, um, we may have been able to tell someone who managed technology, like AV technology at a customer, that a product would do this or that, and they'd say, okay, I'll take your word for it. I trust you, I like you. But it's different now that we're working with these network engineers, where they they have to guarantee that this product is gonna work in their environment, it's not gonna create problems for them, it doesn't, create, it doesn't offend their security posture. And so this is a new breed of end user, first of all. They're doing their own research. They're gonna personally check out, test, and vet every product that gets presented to them. And so they have a, a drive from within to directly, personally, intimately understand the technology they're investing in. And so they need access to it. And even the resellers would be under uh, under empowered if these events didn't happen. Because even I, I used to work for CCS, and I can go to a customer all day long and say, this is a great product. They go, show me. I want to see it. I want to put it in my lab. I want to beat it up. I want to try it. I want to grill the manufacturer and ask them a million questions. And what integrator has you know, enough inventory to be able to present and demo every product that they have? They can't. But this kind of an event brings them together. So now you have end users and resellers directly working with the manufacturer and seeing it in action and playing with it. There's no other way to really bring that technology so close to the decision point. Right? Well, it brings it locally. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the one of the things that we've heard uh, in in the years that we've been doing these events is that um, you do get to talk to the manufacturers on a very one-to-one level. You know, you get to talk to the sales engineer at Sharp about the Windows collaboration. You get to talk to the people at Wolf Vision. Um, Infocom is an amazing show, but as we all know, we've, we've been there. It is a whirlwind. There are lots and lots of booths. There's lots of events. Uh, but just the intimacy of the E4 to be able just to walk around and talk about that project that they're working on, talk about some of the challenges their end users may be having. Um, we've also seen the trend where our integrators are bringing their key injuries with them to say, hey, let, let us show you everything we have to offer through our partnership with Almo, uh, especially some of the smaller integrators that don't have showrooms and don't have these big environments where they can do demos. And, you know, we're, we're bringing it all right here. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Michael, one last question uh, before we move on. Uh, what are you guys showing uh, this week at, at this event? So we have our Synap Pure on display, and it is a... I think it's become the new standard of what other devices are trying to do um, because it's the first wireless presentation device of its kind that just natively integrates with all the personal devices that are being used in the, in the business and higher education world. So we don't require any apps, we don't require any software, we don't require dongles. You can just bring your personal device into the meeting space and just connect. You swipe in and hit connect and it works. And on top of that, we've also found a way to deal with um, some of the network complexities that exist in enterprise-grade you know, campus networks, whether it's higher education or corporate. Um, we have found ways to kind of solve the problems that have been persistent with a lot of the other devices that existed. So it's interesting, Elmo actually approached us, I think, someone at, at, at maybe at Gary's recommendation or something, they heard, hey, we heard you've got this award-winning wireless device, we want to look at it. Yeah. And you can ask any reseller, well, why? I mean, don't you have something you work with? Well, yeah, there's a lot of great products out there. But they aren't scratching every itch. There's, there's shortcomings with a lot of the devices that have existed where it is a great product, but we can't use it in our environment. Or it's a great product, but I have people complaining about this or that. So there's always room for something that really, you know, scratches that itch in a better way. And it seems that the response we've had from our device is that we're, we're really meeting this segment in the marketplace. When other wireless devices don't work, this thing is a slam dunk, so. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Rob, let's talk about audio for a second. Uh, you guys at Almo uh, Pro AV is, is, is investing in the sound options program. Mm -hmm. uh, why is that important to, to your clients? 
Well, I think it's important for a number of different reasons. Number one is that you know, we, when you walk onto the show floor and you see all of these video products, I would be willing to bet that the majority of times they're not being used to watch silent movies. There's audio that they need to go along with it. So for many of our customers, it's a matter of being able to complete the entire AV project, make sure that the A is in there with the V as well. For some of our, for some of our customers, it's important because their specialization may be in other areas. Right? It's impossible for any one person or any one company to master everything. Right? So they might be excellent when it comes to IP signal distribution or video solutions. Maybe they, maybe they're, they specialize in IT. And audio is not their specialization. So what we have is we have brought on a nice variety of the top audio manufacturers so that our customers have the options and that we've got the resources and the expertise to be able to help them complete their solutions. Almo Pro AV also has, what did you tell me, 50 audio solutions? Yes. That's also daunting as well. So does this also help you know, your clients kind of walk through the, 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 the variety that you have and say, okay, you know what? In this installations for this design, this might be the avenue you want to go, but in this one over here, we're going to go over here. Yes. So it's a great question. So on, many times when folks look at audio, they think audio, one thing, right? But in reality, audio is comprised of a lot of separate components or different elements that have to all play nicely together. Whether you're talking about a source, whether you're talking about a mixer, whether you're talking about amplifier, whether you're talking about DSP, whether you're talking about control, and all the different elements that come together. So you need to have a variety of different organizations, different vendor partners that you can go to to be able to round out the complete solution. But then in addition to that, different scenarios require sometimes subtly different approaches. And so having that breadth of offerings allows us to make sure that we're tailoring the recommendations to meet the specific needs of the integrator's preferences along with the end user and the use case that may be presented. All right. We mentioned the fact that you were the CTS holder of the year, so congratulations again. Thank you. Uh, how has Almo uh, supported you in your professional growth and in your, in your personal growth over the last 10 years? So, well, in multiple different ways. Almo is Education is key at Almel, not only for our customers, but also the ongoing professional development of the people that work at Almo. So when you look at our 17, 18 business development managers, when you look at our outbound sales team, and you look at how many of them have CTS certifications, it's very unique in the industry. And that's because Almo really supports and promotes ongoing education, uh, not only through our CTS certified classes that Melody mentioned here at the E4, but also through the trainings and the webinars that we provide for our integrators. Also, we work so closely with our vendor partners that the education that we receive from them is incredibly valuable. In terms of what they've, for me personally, I'm not even sure I can count all the different ways that Almo has really been supportive. I think that we have tremendous opportunities in the BDM role to be able to present, to be able to teach, to be able to educate our greater integration community and there's a lot of education that comes out through that process as well. There's things that I gain from in that process. So I think you know it, it's just it's part of almost culture. So it's not just for me, it's for our organization, for our customers and also for our vendors as well. It's 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 I think there's the education yeah. and growth that happens and I, throughout. And I think one of the other values that, that we bring as a distributor 
to our partners like Sharp and Wolf Vision is we have these BDMs that are all talking to each other. We have the Sharp BDM talking about how does this connect, how does this audio solution fit in with the new Windows collaboration display. So we're helping to bring together the, the pieces through you know our, our technical experts that we have and we're providing that ongoing feedback of these features are important like Mike said. Um, so that's it's a real value to our integrators and, and to our partners. You know, to that point, I, I, I feel like these kinds of events can be a good conduit for really taking the pulse or the, sort of checking the temperature of the, how much knowledge has been assimilated by the, by the channel, right? Because, you know, we could be at a booth and someone can walk up and say, oh, so does your device, does it do wireless over Bluetooth? It's like, that's not technically possible. But that just shows there's, an there's a training opportunity here, right? We, we need to... Uh, do more to, to show you know what kind of throughput do we need? How much information has to be shared wirelessly? But I'm I'm curious. Even you know, I pose this to you all. You know what? Where are the deficits too in training? I mean, with E4 and Elmo's kind of commitment to this, you know, if you could make a top five list of things you've trained the, the industry on right now, and where you feel like they're kind of falling down, I'm curious. Well, I think that it depends on where you look, quite frankly, because there are pockets of expertise, rather large pockets of expertise, across the board. Again, I don't think that there's any one person or any individual organization that can master it all. And so really, as you start to look more at the micro level, you'll start to see where the specific needs are at. So I don't think that any one thing covers all of it. But I think like audio, certainly, I mean, maybe I'm a little biased here, <laughs> but we, I see regularly that there's gaps in education. IP signal distribution is an area where either due, due to perhaps concerns because it's a newer technology that some folks haven't dealt with that education in that arena is, is, is very valuable. And actually that's one of the things when we look through the, the show guide and we look at the classes that are being taught, there's so much related to IP-based signal distribution mm -hmm. and IP technology in general, AV over IP, mm -hmm. that, uh, that, that really is rearing its head in terms of an important area for, for education. Well, Bob, when you mentioned like, you know, the, the, the cutting edge products, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know if you would speak to the 8K camera that we have here today, which certainly is cutting edge, and there's probably a lot that people need to know about 8K. Well, I think also if you look at like an 8K technology or any technology you talk about in AV, um, you have a whole ecosystem of the supply chain that's part of this process. It doesn't exist in a lot of other industries. You have the consultants, you have the manufacturers, you have the salespeople, you have the integrator. All those people have to understand the same thing at the end of this. Mm -hmm. And so when you have an event like you know, E3, you can then bring new technologies like the AK camera and uncover what training opportunities are there because everybody in the chain is going to see the product. Um, it's a new technology. Uh, candidly, some of the bandwidth isn't there yet in all places. Mm -hmm. Some of the devices don't exist that, that really will maximize it yet, right? So as a company like Sharp and you know our kind of backer being Foxconn who makes a lot of this technology, um, it's a great process for us to uncover at different levels who, you know, where, where is that gap? So you brought up the gap in training, but even gap in technology. Um, you know, where, where is the piece that we're missing? And so having a regional event like this, again, you have all those layers in one place. So for a company like us, that's invaluable, and it should be equally invaluable for all the attendees yeah. because they're getting the same information and they can overhear 
maybe a consultant ask a question and the integrator go, I hadn't thought of that one. Um, so, you know, having everyone in one place, um, you know, you referenced some of the bigger trade shows, you don't really get that regional um, aspect of it where the same person who's interacting with each other is in the same location. That doesn't necessarily happen. It coincidentally could happen in a trade show, right. but it typically doesn't, right? Yeah. Um, here you have the same group of people who all have to align in one spot. So that's what becomes very valuable for a company like Sharp. I'm just thinking that based upon what you were saying and also earlier in terms of what we get from the show as well, oftentimes folks will go to a show saying, okay, what do I want to share? But really, sometimes when I'm coming to the show, it's what do I want to learn? What can I gather from folks in the industry so that we can bring something to the table to continue to raise the bar in terms of what we're delivering. Yeah. And it shows where we're disconnected because a lot of times we think everyone has the same knowledge level. Mm. I mean, because we're steeped in it all day and we talk to you know experts who understand this, it's easy to not realize we're flying 30,000 feet over people's heads and just don't connect because they're just going to have to raise that level up. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, Rob mentioned the fact that the culture of Almo has helped him, you know, in, in the education. How do you build that culture? How do you build that type of culture where education is, is paramount? Well, I think, uh, again, I think it starts from, from the top down. You know, I think that uh, Almo has for many, many years had a tuition assistance program for anybody in the company, not just Pro-AV, but, but broadly we have a, uh, a team that's just dedicated to training and that's on all, all spectrums, whether that's warehouse safety, that might be CTS, it might be uh, management skills. So I think it really starts from the top down and these events are a big investment. They really are a big investment in, in time and, and resources and you know, thanks to our partners, you know, we're able to, to bring these events to fruition. Um, but, you know, Almo sees the value and what we're bringing and you know, continues to support, um, you know, my organization and, and all the components that wrap around that. Mike and Michael, let's wrap up here with you guys. Uh, we've kind of asked Melody and, and, and Rob, works for you guys work for Almo, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but from your guys' perspective, what what val what's the value you guys see? Not just about you know E four, but also you know you know industry education events like this. Well, I think the the industry is evolving so quickly that not having an event like this is almost impossible. If you don't attend an event like this, you're not going to succeed um, because. There is so much new technology, everybody, I mean, I don't think there's ever been um, two years in a row where we've shown the same product. Oh, wow. You know, it's always a new product. And I think I could speak for any manufacturer. You're pretty much always rolling out your new products here. You multiply that by all the layers again of who has to understand it, it becomes nearly impossible. And I think that's where an event like this, where you come in and you walk around the booths and you begin to see, I didn't know that existed. You know, what does that do and has an impact what I already knew? So those types of events are valuable. And I would like to you know, just you know, talk about the culture of Almo. And uh, you know, Melody mentioned earlier the Chaikin family. And you know, this, this morning, just to give you an example of what they're about, uh, I had a chance to talk to Warren Chaikin. And um, I mentioned there were some Almo people in our office the other day. I invited them out to lunch. I said, you know, I'm the CEO. I think maybe you want to come to lunch. And they said, oh, we've already invited your operations people. And they chose to go with them. And I said, that speaks everything about the culture of the company, right? Um, that you know, it was more about taking care of our people at Sharp than maybe for them. And you know, I had to, we, of course, we made it a little bit of a picking on the people. Uh, but you know, that's the thing. You have an access where a Warren comes to the event, wants to hear all the vendors' input, wants to hear what's going on, and you get the feedback of what their people are doing, which I hope you know he, he loved 
to hear is people have their right priorities. And to get that culture in a company is something everyone struggles with. Yeah. And as you grow, it becomes harder and harder. I think that's a compliment to the team that they're able to kind of infuse that, not only in the training, but what's important. It's taking care of the people that you work with every day. But like Melody said, it starts at the top down. It starts at the top. It really, really does. Yeah. Mike, uh, Michael, same kind of question. What, what are the importance, what's the importance of events like this? Um, education. Um, there's, a, there's two that jump right out at me. One, I feel like there's sort of a, a balancing of the messaging. So in this effort for us to arrive at kind of consensus and a mutual understanding about how things work and where they fit and the best practices of how to carry things out, um, if there aren't enough voices speaking loudly or audibly, then you can get lopsided. I've been in presentations that are completely biased. You know, there's somebody presenting their way of thinking because they want to sell their product and it's harmful. It actually can derail. I mean, I've heard people slander video over IP and saying, well, if it's compressed, you'll, no one will use it. And you have to use uncompressed, and otherwise it's junk. As they're literally doing the presentation with a compressed video over IP system. Like, they're presenting their PowerPoint saying, you can't use compressed. And it's like, that kind of, that kind of lopsided bias training or communication has to be balanced by other industry professionals that say, well, that's true. In certain cases, we need uncompressed for sure. But in other cases, it works well. So I think the more that that training comes out from different sources, the more it balances us out. I also think it's healthy that there's an outlet for new innovative ideas. So the companies that can afford to buy the most Mindshare and, and Inc. Um, may not necessarily have the best idea just because they can be the loudest financially or they have the power to drive their message out doesn't mean that that message is the best. I mean, for quite some time, leeches were really the best. Maybe someone came up with something called Tylenol or some other way of doing healthcare, but the leeches, you know, company was just crushing it. Well, you know, we have to give, give credit to the fact that things are always changing. And there are brilliant ideas where the inventors of those ideas were stoned to death, and then later they went, actually, he was really right. We yeah. should have considered that. And so I think as much as we give an outlet for this kind of innovative thinking in, in the forums that we create, it's better. Because it's quite possible someone's going to say something and it's going to go, you know, that's right. That's right. Maybe it comes out of the woods. But that's right. That is going to change. Yeah. And so I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. May have been the first conversation I've ever had about AV where leeches were employed, so. Oh. That's a, that was first. Just and maybe we'll just many. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> we have me four minutes all over the place. All right, uh, well, thank you guys so much uh, for your time. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Rob, we'll start with you on, uh, on, the, on the way back. Uh, Rob, how do they get a hold of you? Homoproav.com slash sound options. Learn about sound options. My contact information is at the bottom of the page, or they can reach out to me at rzivitalmo.com. Michael Lisi from Wolf Vision. Uh, you can find us on the web at www.wolfvision.com, uh, or you can shoot an email to sales at wolfvision.us, or email me personally. It's michael.lisi, L-I-S-I, at wolfvision.us. All right, and Mike from Sharp. Of course, sharpusa.com, and um, you know, certainly I do a lot of posting on LinkedIn, so certainly reach out to me on LinkedIn, because I share everything we're doing at Sharp there. Yeah, all right. Same here, LinkedIn, great way, Melody Craigmile. And of course, at amaproav.com. All right, very good. Uh, for me, for Aviation, I'll go by the website, aviation.tv, aviation.tv. You'll find this program, obviously, as well as all the videos we're shooting here at E4 and a whole lot more. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv.